Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today is March 27th. What? No Roanzi on opening day? Guys, this was never going to happen. A full week of games, a lot of roster moves, some prospects announced, all these things. Let's go Bucks. My name is Josh. I am joined, as always, by my brother, Jake. What's up, Jake? How we doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. Enjoying being able to watch baseball every day. I mean, I'm glad it's an option. Yeah. I haven't been able to get to watch as much as I'd like. With yeah, it's different. It's been super busy. A lot but, of day games, so yeah. it's kind of different. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't get that opportunity. Plus, like, you get to the weekend, and it's like, oh, it's not on TV. Yeah, oh, man, it just felt like I was missing out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean so, I've watched some other teams playing on MLB Network, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, I definitely get that. It's 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 been super weird. But I'm watching a lot of the clips. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's really hard because like spring training is totally different. Like literally, numbers don't matter. You can use them to kind of tell what you're seeing, but like at the same time. They really don't matter. Batting averages mean absolutely nothing in spring training. ERAs mean absolutely nothing in spring training. Runs mean absolutely nothing in spring training, unless there's a reason for them to mean something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he did really well with two runners on, and he was able to do this. And sure, that means that runners scored, but it was more about his approach. Like, he could have flew Mm -hmm. out, and you could have been just as happy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because, like, if you see, small sample size. yeah, if you see good things, then you think more times than not, those good things are going to equal something that actually matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, dude, it's just been a, re- a weird week for me too, and I know you had a big softball tournament this weekend. It's about time. I, I totally wrecked my office uh, between like last week and this week, and I painted all the walls, and I got a new stand-up desk frame and all these things so it's just been like a really hectic week but mm-hmm. it's been it's been cool i'm liking it so if you ever watch on the youtube you'll notice that the little pnc park is on the other side now but yeah so anyway we're starting uh, this feels weird because we're not that far into spring training but we're starting right. to see all of the this guy's option, this guy's reassigned, it's time. And it's weird, too, because, you know, you feel like you're not that far into it. What, how many games do they usually play? Like 25-ish, 20? I it was 28. 20, that's what I was going to say, 25-28. Anyway, they, I mean, they're down to 18 games, so that's a big difference. But not only that, but AAA actually starts before MLB. Yeah. So they got to get those guys, like, regular plate appearances. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's just an entirely different dynamic with all this. And so it's been like, I don't know, just super strange in a way. And um, it's, you know, that paired with the way that they handle some of it, like the Travis Swaggerty thing, option to AAA. We never saw him and we never even heard why. Uh, No, they they did. They they mentioned. uh, They did after they did it. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I meant, like, the, we didn't know why we weren't seeing him. Yeah. Like, we said it last week on the show. Like, we don't know why we haven't seen him. And then it was, like, the next day is, like, he's gone. And then now it's, like, hey, why? Oh, yeah, he was 
it's a shoulder thing. Luckily, not the shoulder he had the surgery on, so I don't think that there's anything to be worried about. But it is his throwing shoulder. But his surgery was yeah. on his right shoulder while he missed last year, so at least it's not lingering. You know what I mean? Yeah, they said he's 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 ready to go. He's just not, just not ready to full on go. So that yeah, it was like, like swinging he's, he's a bat, swinging. but not okay. Yep. Yeah, but he's just not throwing a ton yet. But I, I think he's. I think they're planning on him to be ready to go for for Triple A opening day. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. So, um, yeah, I mean, so that's kind of like the first domino to fall, and we're gonna get into all these and everything, but. Um, you know, it does, it does feel weird seeing all the, the different moves in that. And of course, the conversation is a lot around <laughs> Roanzi Contreras, O'Neal Cruz, and these guys, you know what I mean, who's going to catch. And so with all the conversation going in, uh, in that direction, um, you know, we're going to see what we can, we're going to see what we can figure out. Maybe somebody will listen and listen to us. Probably not. But, <laughs> but the conversation's there and it's, it's been fun to have the conversation. And um, I think some people, you know, take things a little too much to heart at times, but, uh, you know, come on guys, we're, we're just having discussion. So Mm -hmm. it's been, it's been fun. So let's go over those earlier this week, Travis Swaggerty option to triple a, um, Lyover Pagero, Tukapita Marcano, Jack Sawinski, all option to triple a Indy. So those are all the ones from Tuesday, the 22nd, either way, all of those guys, I don't like, I don't have any surprises there, especially with Swaggerty not playing at all. As if right. I really thought he was going to crack the roster on opening day, I didn't. So I don't have any surprises there. And then reassigned, I mean, a huge list, right? Do we have to, I mean, Jihuan Bay is on the list, Mike Burroughs. I mean, none of these guys are surprised. Henry right. Davis, Adrian Florencio, who was the minor league pitcher of the year last year. Matt Frazier, Nick Gonzalez, Kyle Nicholas, Karmajinski, Quinn Priester, Tanaj Thomas, Jerry Triola, there they all are. Uh, Cody Bolton thrown into there too. Um, so anyway, oh, and then Andy Rodriguez and Carter Bins. So there's two of the catchers. Yeah. Three of the catchers, Henry Davis, three of the yeah. catchers. So, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, did you have any shot that any of those three were even going to have a chance? No, I didn't. Oh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I did. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I could, I could see, I could see Carter Bins just being thrown to the wolves. Like who cares? You could see me getting that job. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that. I think <laughs> I just, I just, I, yeah, I was just, I think we're going to end up in there. Aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I think I know. Yeah, that, I'm sure. Know where we're heading there. Uh, okay. So then later in the week, uh, Rowanzi Contreras and Rodolfo Castro optioned. And this is like a big one. There was a lot of people upset about Rowanzi being sent down. We see in the 99, 98, 98, 98, 99, 99, 99.8. We saw it. Everybody was there. We saw the fact we're not there, but, we were all at the same place in our heads. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's exciting, and it's fine. The truth of the matter is, guys, it was never going to happen. No. He was never going to be there on day one of this season. And getting your hopes up for something like that, it's just not fair to yourself even and the people who follow you on Twitter because it was never going to happen. There, He could have went out there and had three outings of three innings each and not giving up a single hit and he was not going to start the year at major in in the majors it wasn't going to happen and part of that reason in my opinion the guy missed games because of an elbow you're they're not going to throw him for 200 innings this year no so what would you rather do 
let him pitch most of the year and then shut him down and say he's done for the year to protect him, which is what they used to do with with young pitchers. You would find a point in the season, you would shut him down, and then you would have a remember longer... Steven, and that's not just Pirates. Because remember that happened with Steven Strasburg. Yeah. Yeah, that's not just and the that's... Pirates thing. This is baseball. I mean, that's just the way it goes. They didn't even let him pitch in the postseason. That I year. know. That, was, that a was a big, big deal. Yeah, you're right. Because they ended up losing, and they could have used him. And that's what it is, though. They they protect these arms. And and were they wrong? I mean, because, I mean, maybe they still were. Maybe you say they still were. But, I mean, the point is, is look at what he's done. Yeah. And it, had he done something, you know what I mean? I, it's weird. It's a risk game. And so, if you you know, if you're looking for those risks and, and things like that, then you make your calls. And basically, when you make a call like that, you just don't look back. You say, that's the call we made from the information that we had. Whether it was right or wrong, we'll never know. Yeah. If he gets hurt, it was the wrong move, right? If he ends up getting hurt anyway, it was the wrong move. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, I mean, but because then you prolonged it. But, no, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's just you just make those decisions. But I, to be honest with you, like, his second outing, he, like, he still had a fastball. It was good, but he couldn't get he couldn't get on top of the curve. I don't know if there was a blister. I was kind of watching the game, and I know that there was some, some kind of tweets about him. Like, he was looking um, at his hand. And at first I kind of thought, that maybe it was a grip issue, but then it became obvious that he was looking down at his hand. And I was really surprised to see him go back out for a second inning and still that curveball, he could not get on top. It was going wide right. It was going high. And it just felt like he wasn't getting on top of it. He's got some he's got some work to do. If it's if it was just a finger thing, it might not even it might not even like I'm not saying that's the reason. Cause that's not the reason. Mm-hmm. He was going down anyway. Right. And they'll probably take their time with him. He'll miss starts here and there so that he can, you know, maybe maybe at the end of the year he gets that another cup of, I mean, if you consider that a cup of coffee last year, you know what I mean? Like, I don't Right. It really wasn't even a cup of coffee. It was like, I'm going to invite you to the coffee shop, but I'm not going to buy you anything. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and then we're just going to talk for a minute and then I'll tell you what we're going to do next year. I mean... He'll get a cup of coffee this year. He'll be up there for, you know, a little while, and we'll get to see him with multiple starts this season if health is there, right? And right. I think that sets it up for him moving forward. Now, if things go well this year, August, September, we see some Ronzi Contreras, and I think we'll be happy with that, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I, they're just going to be careful with him. He's not going to be there. And and here's the other thing: if you're pining for guys like Rowanzi and you and you're pining for guys like O'Neill Cruz, just remember, like we're not quite there yet. And this is, in my opinion, and I've talked to a couple guys just recent, like not Pirates fans, just friends of mine who have said, "Oh, what well, you know? How's the Pirates look?" I was like, "Listen, as far as like wins and losses, they, you know, we know who they are right now. We know." You know, Gary was on the show last week, and he says that he thinks 10 to 14 players that are on this team this year will not be on the team next year. Like, that's a huge number. And I'm not, you know, I haven't counted. I'm not sure if I'm quite that high, but I certainly am not going to doubt him because I haven't counted. <laughs> right. So, like, but the thing is, is with that kind of turnover, you obviously don't feel great about wins and losses right now. Right. So I think that there's still a piece of that where you're saying, okay, well, but... There is a but. In my opinion, if you're paying attention and you're listening to us, so you're paying attention, this is kind of like a really good time to be a Pirates fan. Mm-hmm. 
because there's so much excitement. You see all these guys, you see six in the top 100. And I know that like prospects are prospects. You get into the top 100, you got a better chance to make it than you don't. In my opinion, yes, there are still guys who don't, but I'm thinking you probably got a better chance to make it than you don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some things got to go wrong at that point. Yeah. And maybe some of the farther off guys, like maybe like the Pigueros that are a little bit further away, maybe they can, they still got a lot of work to do. But when yeah. you look at these guys that are close, and I would consider Henry Davis in that list because of age, because he was a college guy. But when you're talking about those guys in the top 100, like you're talking about Nick Gonzalez, Henry Davis, the college guys who look there, O'Neill Cruz, who is, you know, 23 years old and obviously showing that the power plays already at the major league level. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of waiting for, you know, some other things, I guess. And, you know, obviously our opinion on that is those things can come at the major league level. They don't have to come in AAA. But right. we'll get into O'Neill Cruz too. <laughs> You don't have to develop everything in AAA. You can develop in the majors too. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the thing is, is like, you have to think like, yes, it's exciting to have O'Neill Cruz and Ronzi Contreras and all these guys there on opening day. But in the grand scheme of things, man, it's not that important. We want them to get there and be there this year. And what you're hoping for is when they get there, they stay there. Mm-hmm. that's the big thing. And for me, dude, I can be patient with both of them. I can be patient as much as I want Cruz there. Now it's not like he's going to help us push to get into the playoffs. We're right. further away than that. Right. And yeah. I think that there is maybe something about a roster build that kind of makes you think, is it better to maybe see if, if you can increase the value of Kevin Newman first, does right. that matter to you? Well, I mean, I brought that up last week. Right. You know, I mean, of course it matters. Anytime you can increase the value of anybody we have on our team, it's going to matter. You know, you Kevin Newman is not the shortstop of the future when we are going to be winning and winning consistently. We don't therefore, think. I don't think. <laughs> and there, therefore, I mean, if, if we're going to get, if we're going to lose him, you don't want to lose him for nothing. Yeah. You want to get something back. If he plays a bench role on this team, you then at the end of the year, I mean, if you get anything for him, you're getting draft money. You know what I mean? Like Or like some wild card minor leaguer or a guy who has to be protected next year and the team's like, hey, we're not going to be able to protect him, so we'll send him to you and you can deal with the Rule 5 and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Those are the kind of guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got some of those guys in trades. Yeah. Guys that as soon as we got them, it was time to protect them. And that was obvious that, yes, they had a high ceiling. And, yes, maybe they're really good. And you're thinking, why did they part with them? Well, they parted with them because they're going to lose them anyway in a Rule 5 unless they protect them. And if they don't have the ability to protect them, and you do, then you get lucky. You know what I mean? And I think that's what's happened with some of these guys that we got. I mean, look at the yeah. list of guys that we had to protect this year with Sawinski and CSN and, you know, just all these guys that – that came in. I mean, even like Pagaro and you know what I'm saying? Like we had to protect these guys and put them on the 40 man or else they'd be exposed. And we got lucky that there was, well, maybe got lucky that there was no rule five draft. I think things got figured out in time to make that kind of the same. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we were afraid that if the minor league games were playing and a guy increased his value, then he would be taken from us. Right. So, you know, it is what it is, but, <clears throat> but yeah, um, I, I just think that, 
Kevin Newman would have had to come out and be really bad in order to not get that starting shortstop spot. I still have him there purely out of what I think they're going to do. And if yeah. they can, if the, if he can at all show offensive upside along with continuing to play defense the way that he is or the way that he did last year, then it's a no brainer. You're going to get something for him. It's still not going to, he's still not going to give you middle of the order power or anything. You're not going to get a top 10 prospect for him. No, but maybe you get one of those young wild cards and, and it's maybe it's a better chance than what you would have gotten otherwise. And maybe not. Maybe you just say, let's ride it out and let him play in case other things don't work. I, I, you know, I don't know. But I think that he's he's going to be your starter. And I think that's just too easy. Um, so then anyway, the, the Ronzi Contreras is what triggered that, triggered that. But Rodolfo Castro also sent down. I don't think that's any surprise. I know that we know that there's some there's some power that plays, but there's a lot of other holes in his game and you know without playing in AAA very much they're just going to give him some more time to develop and I think that's a good thing. I I really see Castro as somebody who I and I think that's one of the things with this team is I do see him as a major league player. Maybe not a major league starter. And I think we got a lot of those and that could change. If you're already mm-hmm. considered to be a major league player, you could fall off and say, "Well, he actually, you know, ended up being a major league player on a team like we have right now." Right or a major league player on a team where he plays a backup role, um, but anyway, uh, you know that's kind of the thing. Also reassigned Jerry De Los Santos, Emmanuel Mejia, Hunter Stratton, Blake Wyman, and then on the twenty seventh, um, uh, which was today after the game today, twenty seventh today after the game, they optioned uh, Kanan Smith and Jigba and Jared Oliva. Um, no surprise there. You know, Oliva just wasn't hitting well. Kanan Smith and Jigbo we knew was going down anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, but also two other guys that I, I actually thought would happen today well, was Mason Martin and Cal Mitchell. Mason Martin still swinging and missing. Granted, he had some tough at bats today. Some really good pitches from, from Garrett Cole and, and Montgomery. Um, yeah, he, he had some tough at bats today. However, mm-hmm. he'd been striking out before just today. So. Um, and I, I think that that's still a work in progress. Mason Martin has done a lot of work over the offseason, and we're hoping that some of those things are going to matter, right? right? But as you well know, that doesn't happen overnight. You don't show up, and all of a sudden you're like, locked in, dude, he's ready to go. It's going to take some time <laughs> for him to do these things, right? Right, right. And he's and he's going to get all that time in, in AAA to prove and to continue to develop that. Because you don't you don't just develop it in the cage, no. You develop against live pitching. Absolutely. Um, you you pick up habits in the cage, you pick up uh, mechanics in the cage, but you don't develop until you're seeing in game pitching. Yeah, the drills are good, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not game time stuff. And with anything in baseball, I think that there's never a, a, a like a switch that just gets flipped. Baseball right. is a long process, just like it's a long season. There's a reason for that. And I think this is the same thing. I think that uh, I think that this process for him is going to take some time. I look for it to take at least a couple months until we really start seeing it. He's got to stick with it. He can't give up on it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've heard that uh, said about Kevin Newman, too. Oh, he changed his swing last spring, too, and it was really good. And then it wasn't working in the regular season. He stopped doing it. No, Newman, stick to it. Mm-hmm. allow it time to grow and allow it time to work. It takes time to, to, to work into those sort of things. 
And I think yeah. the same for Mason Martin. And I, I mean, he showed a little bit of power. You know, he had the one home run that just looked like he flicked it out. I mean, so easy, like just the power's there. If if the pitch selection and the and the swing and miss, I just say the swing and miss could be reasonable. Yeah, it doesn't have to be great. If it could be reasonable, if you mm-hmm. can have him hitting six in your lineup with that kind of power, yeah, or even five and still being like ah, there's a little bit of an average holder. I mean, we had. You know, we had some seasons from Pedro Alvarez where the average wasn't there, but the home runs were, and they were huge. Yeah. It's important to have that power. And so it's possible he still could with a... Listen, there's there's plenty of major leaguers right now that strike out 180 to 200 times. Yeah. And yeah. They're, they're making money. Yeah, they're, and, and they're, they're making their teams. That's it right there. If, if, you, if he can also, you know, and I know this sounds cliche for the for the new talk but if you can also walk you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. it's true it's that ops you can get that ops plus above 100 then you're doing something right and whether the strikeouts are there or not you know you can still make an impact just you just don't want him hitting third or fourth in your lineup you know what i'm saying like right you want that's why you know if, if you're capable of putting a power bat like that five or six then yeah he can absolutely help your team a lot yeah so that's basically everybody that's kind of out of the picture. Uh, that leaves us with 19 pitchers, nine infielders, three outfielders. That's not right. We have four outfielders, right? Yeah. How in the world did I end up with? I'm not counting all these things right. I got I wrote all this stuff down. I think that's nine infielders, four outfielders, and still one catcher. Um, so that's 32 guys, 33 guys. Uh-oh, got to get out the calculator, guys. Right? <laughs> we got to do 19, 9, 4, and 1 is 33 guys. So we still have to, uh, we got to add one because we got to add a catcher. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's still that many guys to be sent down. So I don't know, man. We believe that, okay, so that's another thing. Let's talk about that. 28 players, not 26. And I believe that's for the first month. I think May 1st, it goes back to 26. Is that right? I didn't hear exactly when they were going okay. back to the door. I just, I just heard, like I said, it's been super busy for me, this, yeah, this, especially this weekend. But I but I did see somewhere that, that they were going to start the year with 28. Okay. So I, I believe it's for the first month. And then they go back to 26. Sense. I think they will use that for both both of those spots for pitchers. That's just my opinion. I don't think they're going to play around. That makes and, sense. And I think that I think that because of who we see on the offensive side and defensive side, that if there's two people, two more people to be sent down, and I believe that's right. I'm checking my notes here. Um, we still need to bring a catcher up, but right now we have we said nine infielders. Two of them need to go down. Who are the two? Despite popular opinion and desire. In my opinion, they're going to be Diego Castillo and O'Neill Cruz. I, I just think that's who's going down. I yeah. think they're going to keep a hold of Park on the on the roster, and I think they're going to keep a hold of Chavis. Unless Chavis was scratched from a lineup. They said it's nothing, but if it is something, then you get either Cruz or Castillo. And I hate to, ta- I hate to break it to you guys. It's going to be Castillo. It's not going to be Cruz. Yeah, you're... When Cruz when Cruz is there, he's going to be playing. That's right. They're not going to bring him up, and he's he's going to sit. The, that's not going to happen. 
not only that, when Cruz comes up, the goal is to keep him up. Right. And if there's something with Chavis and he's on the injured list, when he gets off of it, that person is being sent down. And they're going to go with Chavis. They're going to go with Park. And this is part of what Gary was saying last week when he said 10 to 14, because we could very well see Chavis and Park not part of the team in 23 at all, mm-hmm. completely playing for a different organization. Yeah. Or accepting a an assignment even. I just, you know, I don't see it. Because yeah. they're going to make room for guys like Castillo. And c- when Castillo comes up, he's not going to be behind people. He's going to be in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially how he's looked. And like we said, we're not, I'm not even going to tell you what his batting average is. It doesn't matter. The at-bats are good. He looks yeah. good. He makes good contact. He's making all the plays that come to him. He looks good. I, as much as I want it to be what it's not, it's not what I want it to be. Right? Right. Because that's the way this thing works. We know this is the reason why we won't win a bunch of games. I mean, that and pitching, which we're coming up to. But there's <laughs> this is why we think that, you know what I mean, the, the help is on the way, and it's exciting, but it's not here yet. But it's coming. Right. It's just not going to be here on opening day. It, it, that's and we can't way. expect it to be. You can't expect it to be. You can't. It's not fair to yourself. Like I said, it's not fair to yourself and the people that are around you for you to be pining for this to happen. I still think there is a world where O'Neill Cruz makes this team on opening day. There is a world where that happens. Sure. Um, it's just so hard. I'll tell you what else. It's so hard with an 18-game spring training. Yeah. I think that's what makes it really hard because you don't get to really see, like we've seen the home runs. Those are good. We've seen a couple of them, and they're no doubt home runs. And they're pitches that, I mean, well, one of them technically shouldn't even have swung at, but. That's debatable. Debatable. I understand what you're saying. If your power's there, one <laughs> one of them was really low, though. That was like the same pitch he hit at the end of the year. I know, year, so I know, and that's if, what I'm if, saying. If you're gonna swing at it and you're gonna hit it that far, by all means, I know. Go ahead. <laughs> I understand, but you know, April that ball might not get out. I don't know. Right. I don't right. know though. It's no, so easy for him. But there's still <laughs> some swing and miss there. There's still some pitch selection there. Maybe that never comes. Maybe the power's worth it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I still think there's a world where he makes the team. It's not that I'm shutting it down completely. And as I always say, I reserve the right to be wrong. <laughs> because we are all the time. Because we're not there. We're not We're not seeing BP. We're not seeing the conversations that are happening and things like that. So very well could be wrong. But I do see a world where he makes it. And I think that maybe some of these new rules play in. That if he's there on opening day and he finishes first or second in rookie of the year, you get a draft pick later. Actually, if he's there on opening day and in his first three seasons, so he's rookie of the year or runner-up, or he even finishes two years from now, he finishes in the in the top three or whatever it is in in any significant. What was it called? What were what was the verbiage there? Any significant uh, or not even maybe I don't know award consideration, right? It was something yeah. like that. Something then like that. Yeah. If they if they if they say he was that was award uh, consideration enough, then you get a draft pick. Like, that's ridiculous. And I don't know that Mm -hmm. that really makes that big of a difference. We've had that discussion too. But there is something there. 
Yeah. If he's if he finishes first or second, if you bring him up in June or July, and he hits so many home runs or does something, and he ends up first or second rookie of the year, he gets that full year of service anyway. Right. Why not just give him a full year of service? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of where I'm at with it is more so than the others, but that's that's the opening day piece. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't mind if you give him a couple weeks and you just try to get rid of that super two thing, you're okay. You know, like he's going to get that full year if he does well and you want him to do well, obviously. Sure. You know what I mean? So I, I just don't, I don't know how much that stuff plays, but there is a world where I do see him making the team. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure that yeah. it's there. And if, and Newman's not hitting the ball bad. I don't know if I really care. We saw it last year and it didn't translate to the season. So I don't really know if I care, Yeah. but for all intents and purposes, he's not hitting the ball bad. So I just don't know where I'm at with it. I, I, I see that world, but at the same time, I don't think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I think I, they're I think going to want to give him, I think they're going to want to give um, Cruz some time in the outfield and the minors as well. Well, that's obviously what they're saying, and that's you know that's the uh, that's the hill they're going to die on. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's all they have going for them right now when they're making this argument. Right. So I think there is a little bit of that, and and if that's the case, that's fine. You could get to a point where you could say, how long before he has to move? He's 23. Mm-hmm. If you're saying, and I agree, he's six foot seven. There's a reason why they're he's going to be the first one. There's a reason. Yeah. If you're going to say that eventually he moves off of shortstop and we're not talking about Leover Peguero, that's not what I'm saying here because there are some saying like, well, he's moved as soon as Peguero comes up. We don't really know when Peguero is coming up. <laughs> we don't really know if Peguero is coming up as a starting shortstop. Like there's a lot of development that has to happen there. He sure looks the part right now, but you got to be patient with these guys. Sometimes you mm-hmm. don't know. He could... He could fall down like he could fall back. He could also surge up and be a no doubter. You you don't know. So you're not going to sit here and say that he's guaranteed going to move off a shortstop when our 20 year old shortstop prospect makes it. You don't know that. You know what I'm saying? But the fact is Mm -hmm. he's 23 years old. If you see him moving off of shortstop because of your physical ability or your size or whatever, what's that age? 28. That's five years. He's probably going to be playing for another team. So what's your investment? You you might look at it that way. Right. That after five years, you're looking to deal them anyway. You know what I'm saying? Unless you can work out some sort of extension or something, which once again, you know, here we go down that path again, right? Mm-hmm. And then that whole conversation starts. And yes, that is a real discussion. And that's what people are talking about. And every, you know, you hear the, the cliche from the pirate fans. Oh, who cares? He's going to play for somebody else in three years. Anyway, let me just, let me just say this. Your argument is not invalid that he will probably be traded at some point. That's the way this thing works. However, mm-hmm. your three years thing is you exaggerating just to make it sound worse than it is. Yeah. Nobody's getting traded in three years unless they're not part of the plan. Right. That's never been a thing. You're making that up to exaggerate to make it seem worse than it really is. Right. He's not going to be playing for somebody else in three years. Now, if unless... He is, if he is... We probably got a super good deal on it. <laughs> we got some good players. We fleeced somebody for that. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just not a, It's just not realistic. It hasn't been the past. 
the Pirates have shown, and I know that like we say, oh, it's Huntington and Sherrington, so it's like you don't really have much of a future or uh, much of a past here. It's unfair to Sherrington and his people to say, well, this is how they do it. Right. Well, this isn't been them. But you can say that Nutting has allowed his GM to sign extensions. Mm-hmm. And so when you're looking at a Brian Reynolds extension, it's not out of the ballpark and it's not out of reality. McCutcheon, Marte, Polanco, Tabata, Harrison, like there are guys. Those are just the five that I always bring up. Yeah. And, you know, you got two of those. Uh, one of those who really didn't work out in Tabata. And maybe, you know, you and I can have a conversation about that sometimes, right? <laughs> maybe maybe because he didn't get a shot to. Uh, right. But also you could say Polanco. I mean, there were times when you felt like it could work out. In the end, everybody thinks it didn't, but like he still had valuable time here and it could have still, you know what I mean? It was still worth it at the time to sign that contract. He looked like he was, you know, going to be that guy. Mm -hmm. The Marte contract obviously worked out. The McCutcheon contract obviously worked out. And the Harrison contract was four years. Worked out. Every inning of it worked out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so they do sign extensions. Yeah. It's possible. Uh However, there is a new GM in that situation. We don't know how all this plays. We don't know yet. And so there's a lot, like, if anybody's out there saying they either like or dislike, they either ride or die with Sherrington, or they think he's the worst thing that ever happened, you haven't given him enough time to say one way or the other. Right. We're trusting in the process because we've heard it, and we see, uh, right now, all the signs point to this was this has been really good. Yeah. Like I said, this is an exciting time, but we got to see this, right? We got to see it through. Right. Is what will Sherrington's uh, time be remembered as? Is this going to work? Is he going to be here for 10, 15 years and continue to work or not? Right. Obviously, Huntington had a nice run there for a while. He did some things well. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you realized, hey, this, you know, this needs to change. And so you, you just don't know yet. Right. But also to say that Huntington was all bad is not fair either. He did yeah, a lot of good he things. He did a lot of good. So, I mean, uh, you know, I just think that there was, there was a lot of bad too. Uh, and I think that's going to happen with everybody. Different GMs are going to value different things. What you really hope from Sherrington is that while he's valued stocking up the miners, I hope that that's not his continued value. Yeah, You kind of hope that eventually you see some of those guys show up in Pittsburgh. Some of those guys get traded for somebody else to, to stock up Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you got to utilize these guys in different ways. It's not just mm-hmm. get the quantity so that the small percentage that work out are all going to be in Pittsburgh. Well, maybe not. You're also going to trade some of those for other players. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's a rabbit trail. And I think that's one we're okay with. I think that's, I think that's one we're okay with, but to bring it back, I, I just, I don't think that whether or not Cruz starts opening day, I don't think that means anything. No, I, here's what I think it means. If he does, I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, then it's like, all right, he'll be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. All right. So how about Diego Castillo? Cause I brought it up. I'm, I'm just going to stay. Let's just stay on defense and then we'll get into pitching. I mean, he's got a shot. I I just don't. I th- I think if they if they want him to be a part of that winning culture, that is the future. I I don't I don't see him breaking camp with the Pirates. 
Although it would not surprise me one bit if he does and Hoy Park's gone. Hoy Park is gone. Yeah. I would go to saying Michael Chavis. If if there's something with, with Chavis, the re, you know, because he, he was scratched from the Chavis lineup. Injury. So right. yeah, if there's if there's an actual injury there, um I think to me that's that's his spot. It won't be Cruz's. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know about Hoy Park. I think he's there. I think he's there. And I think he is a guy that probably isn't there next year, but I think that's who breaks camp. But yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, Castillo's at bats look great. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the outfield. Actually, I do want to say something cuz I've been pretty critical of a certain someone on the Pirates roster and Yoshi Yoshi's been looking pretty good. Yeah. His at-bats are good. He's hitting the ball good. Like I said, it's okay to be wrong every once in a while. <laughs> no, but I think that he has looked good. So I, I just wanted to say if you're, you know, if you're looking around, you know, he's going to be there and, and hopefully it's going to work out. And hopefully by August we see somebody else at first base because we've we've gotten something for him. <laughs> he won't be there this year. He won't finish the year with the Pirates, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed he won't finish the year with the Pirates. Right, he either is good enough to get traded, or he's bad enough to release. Mm-hmm. There won't be a middle ground, I don't think. I think I think you can say the same for Vogelbach, Vogelbach, Vogelback, however you say it. Yeah, I could see that. I think that there's a little bit of uh, I don't know. There's a little bit there because if you get nothing from Chavis and you get nothing from Mason Martin, and 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 there's nobody else to just file into first base. I could see keeping one of them. Yeah. I could see one of them sticking around. <laughs> or maybe Diego Castillo comes up and plays first base. <laughs> he could do it. Why not? Why not? All right. So let's move into some pitching. Oh, actually, wait. We got one more, don't we? <laughs> I'm sitting here. Look, I looked at my notes and I was like, oh, we got one more. We did jump around a little bit because we just, I decided to stay with defense. So, uh, you know, I, I I tweeted this a couple days ago. Greg Allen, to me, is one right field. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. That was easy. His, his I mean, But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just expand Appreciate upon it. that a little bit. Appreciate um, it. <laughs> you know, he's, his swing looks good. So he's getting on base. He's stealing bases. His defense looks good. He has no reason to show, like, or to say, hey, Maybe Alfred has a shot. No. Well, no. I think I think Alfred just needs to go completely. Yep. No more. I'm done. No more. Uh, no more DFA and nope. and send him just to AAA release. because we don't need that. I understand the DFA, and then maybe you work out a trade with somebody for a bag of peanuts. Um, I'll take a bag of peanuts at this point, uh, d- dude. It is not. I don't want to see him back in August this year like it was mm-hmm. last year. I don't want to see that happening. He's done. And the other thing is, is why, last year we sent him and Fowler, and we had the whole thing. We sent them all down to AAA so that they could play. And this year you've got Swaggerty, you've got CSN, you've got Sawinski, you've got Mitchell who's probably – Mitchell's probably in AAA – and at that yeah. point, you're like, that got four guys I just named. And then you have Jared Oliva, Chris Sharp, who, you know, you're going to see some now. He's been in Indy for a couple of years. 
He's probably still going to be there. How many outfielders do you need? Right. That's six of them I just named. Not to mention 26-year-old Bly Madris. Segway. I say you cut Alfred and you give that spot to Bly Madris and just say, you're 26 years old, dude. We got guys to play in AAA. You're, you're mm-hmm. our fourth outfielder. We're going to give you a shot at it. If it works, it works. Guys, we're planning on winning 70 to 75 games. We're not planning on it, but we think that's that's what it looks like. It's realistic. It's realistic. And if that is the case, like, I'm sorry. Give it to Blyme Madris. He's put in some time. He's there. Mm-hmm. He's available. He's not, probably not, unless something changes, part of the future. So use it now. He, Like I said, yeah. he's 26 years old. Just, he can't be worse. He can't be worse right. than Alfred. The only right. thing that you miss on that is Blyme Madris hits left-handed. And our outfielders right now are either switch hitters or left-handed. But at this point, you're talking about days off. You're not talking about matchups. Right. So. uh, No, I completely agree. I say just throw it out there. He's sticking around. He's played over 100 games in AAA already in his career. Like I said, he's 26 years old. I'd like to see it. Let's see if Mm -hmm. he gets any more at-bats this week. He's two for five right now with a line drive homer, a walk, and a strikeout. Let's see. if he gets more at bats, you that, just that, sent that goes down along with, sorry, it goes go along with one of the things I said last week. I'm, I'm just, there's people I'm tired of seeing and it's some of these people we just need to move on from. So go ahead. Who's the other one? Cause I think we've said what we need to say. Who's the other one? Michael Perez, which we already talked about last week. Yeah. And I will Michael say, Perez and, and offered, I will say for Perez, I think that they end up with Michael Perez. I say it again, even though, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you, and I agree with you. I think he's the easiest to, and and I'll and I'll say why, because maybe there's something there. I guess, I guess I could see the same thing with Davis too, Taylor Davis. I don't care. They're there for innings, and they're there to play because there's nobody else to play. Somebody's got to play in AAA. It's going to be two of those three: Richie, Davis, Perez. Two of them are going to play at AAA. One of them is going to play uh, in the in the majors as a backup, and then that's it. And then they're all three gone as soon as we could get him out of there. But you got other guys who are going to be playing, like you know, Henry Davis will eventually make his way to to AA if he's if he doesn't start off there. I don't think I he would starts imagine off. he's starting in AA. You think he's starting AA already? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think he should. Maybe, but you got Andy Rodriguez who's going to play a lot of positions. The dude mm-hmm. can hit, so he's going to bounce around and play a lot of positions. He's going to try to work his way there. He'll start off in high A, probably end in double A. So you don't really have anybody knocking. Maybe Carter Benz starts off in double A, maybe moves his way to triple A this year. But it's not rare for triple A to carry three catchers either. See, I I, I just think I, th- I think you're going to – just obviously we're allowed to be wrong, but I, th- I think Dave, Henry Davis starts off in double A. Makes his way to AAA by the end of the year. I just think it's not going to be his hitting that hold that holds him back. It's going to be his defense that holds him back. And I don't. That's the one thing about having all this catching depth is I'm not seeing that guy who is is going to make an impact defensively. And when you come from a guy like Jacob Stallings, it's hard to adapt. And then when you did, you got Roberto Perez, who's also a defensive first catcher, and you. You start to look at your your two favorite catchers right now, or Andy Rodriguez and Henry Davis, right? And both of them are like offensive guys. And I don't know a whole lot about their defense, but I know that's the one thing that people aren't high on with with Henry Davis. So 
you know, I, I just don't know. When you watch him receive and you watch other guys receive, they're a step ahead of him. If he's held back, that's why. But I think that you can receive at any level. Mm-hmm. So I think if it's anything, it's an excuse. But you're right. Uh, yeah, you could. he's going to move fast. Uh, he may I, even touch all three levels this year. He may start off in, in high A, make his make way, his way all the way to triple A soon, and then triple A at the end of the year. Yeah, I think because of our system, that's a possibility. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. It's a there is a like I said that with the other thing, there is a world where I see that happening. Um, however, I could very well see Michael Perez because he was there last year. He's there. Maybe another team DFA somebody. You claim him, and then you just. DFA Perez at that point. Whoever you're most willing to just let go, I think they're the they're the guy the guy you like the least makes the major league roster. How does that sound? I don't like it, but it sounds right. Because here's the thing: if somebody else DFA's a catcher and you say we got him, whoever's at the major league level is exposed to waivers at that point. Sure. Right? And so and there it's a straight DFA. If you think you want to keep, let's say you like Perez better than Davis, if you're the Pirates, and you say, well, we like him better because of what he gives us defense, you start him in AAA because then if you DFA the other guy and he gets picked up, if one of those two guys that are there are injured, somebody's got to come up. And now you have to, you know what I'm saying? Now you got to bring somebody up. I just think it's there. You know what I mean? I just think that. It could be. I don't think you're wrong. I think they could flip a coin with Davis and, and Perez right now. Yeah, but you made a you made a point before we hit record that Richie might be the guy. Yeah, I I mean why not? It's not it Michael Perez. I that's your swinging yep. the bat and he's looking good at the plate. But if you think of it this way, if Michael Perez makes the team, maybe that's because he's the first one to go. That's fine. I mean I get it, and you're probably right. No, I'm I mean, I'm not saying that. I think Rich. I just they just don't want to see Michael Perez again. Yeah. Hmm. So who can DFA a catcher first? Bring it on. We would like that to happen sooner than later, right? Let's yeah. get some catchers on the waiver wire sooner than later so that we can. That, that sounds terrible to hope for. It does. It, yeah, you're right. It that's does. how bad our catching situation is right now. Yeah. I, I just think that this the, the catching position is super wild card right now. Like, There's another guy getting at bats for another team who won't get at bats for us, and he could be our backup catcher. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They might just give cash to somebody for somebody's triple-A catcher and give him a shot. It's so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not good, guys. But here's the thing. That doesn't mean that it. it's one position and then there's other positions that we're not in love with, but that's okay. It's part of the process. A lot to look forward to. All right. We're getting close to the end here. Let's get through our pitching here, all right? Because this has been this has been a situation that I have uh, basically been. We started off by saying we're going to win more games this year because our pitching is going to be better. It doesn't look better. No, it doesn't look better right now. Aside from Keller, it doesn't look better. Aside from Keller, it doesn't look better. I expected uh, Quintana's about where. I mean, it's. It's been about what I expect. He's had some good pitches. He's had some bad. The bad pitches have gotten punished. When you mm-hmm. don't throw 99 and you miss, it gets hit. Mm-hmm. You could say the same for Bryce Wilson, except he's probably, to me, 
I what I expected from Bryce Wilson was he's a guy who will improve from one year to the next because there's a lot of that. You say like, oh, it's the same guys. Yeah, but it's the same guys who are improving. Yeah. You expect to see something better from a guy like Bryce Wilson. In contrast, a guy like Will Crow, I think we kind of know who he is. I mean, I think he can make, you know, decent improvements here and there. But, like, it's not like an automatic he's growing up kind of a thing. I think he's grown up, and so now I think he can only just learn to pitch better. But I think that, like, a general Bryce Wilson improvement was in the cards. And I feel like he's shown up and looked not that. (laughs) Not that. I don't see anything that I like yet. No. And I'm not, like, a pitcher-first guy, so I, 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 well, like I said... Reserve the right to be wrong if somebody else sees something that I don't, but I don't see it. Yeah, I, I wish I could I wish I could be watching more of these games because I am a pitching guy. Yeah. But I haven't seen enough to really be able to say, yeah, there's something or no, there's not. Zach Thompson through Saturday. The game was not on TV. So other than knowing he gave up a home run, I mean you can look at a box score all you want. That's that's crap in triple in spring training. I mean, but Zach Thompson hasn't oh, even, necessarily even looking at a box score and you see somebody gave up a home run and it was O'Neill Cruz's one that he hit a good pitch off the ground. Right. Still a good pitch. Yeah, you don't know how the, his first his first outing. I didn't like a lot of what I saw, but you know, I mean, but like you think of this because you're looking at these guys, you're like they're not throwing ninety nine. Velocity is a great tool because you can miss and still be effective. Mm-hmm. But as I pointed out today with Montgomery on the mound for the Yankees, he blew a 92-mile-an-hour fastball by Brian Reynolds. Blew it by him. Absolutely gassed him. It looked like it was 105. Why? Because his changeup was nasty. His I, I tweeted about Montgomery that his changeup looked like July. Like he he looked like he had it. Of course, the, the very next pitch, he threw the changeup right down the middle to Reynolds and he, and he fouled it off and missed it, but it was, it was bad. But the thing is, is because of that changeup, he threw 92, hit his spot at the top of the zone and blew it by Reynolds. That's because of the changeup. You yeah. can pitch without velocity. Velocity sure does help. Did you see the clip? Uh, you see, certainly you guys have seen this college pitcher throwing 105. Throwing I'm not. You have not seen him? Oh my gosh. It up. is absolute gas, dude. He is just destroying hitters. And he threw this slider that had to be six feet outside. Never was a strike. Would have went behind the left-handed hitter if it was a left-handed hitter. Would have went behind him at release and and spun further and went back to the backstop. And he got the guy to swing. That's what velocity does <laughs> because the guy started his swing so early that he, he mm-hmm. it was a check swing, but he went. And it was like, you have to start that early. That's what velocity does. It means that you can miss and still be effective. Yeah. But you can still be effective without it. Bryce Wilson, Jose Quintana, those kind of guys that don't throw real hard, it doesn't mean that they're not going to be good. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can still be effective and you can still blow a fastball by somebody. I'm just not seeing any of it. I'm not seeing location. I'm not seeing that change up. There's some breaking pitches that are here and there, but it's just not the same. I mean, that's what, that's what you like about Yohore, right? Because that, that change up is nasty. That change up is so good. So I think there's a lot of that, that we're not seeing it, 
Kranich hasn't pitched because of an injury. Yohore hasn't pitched because of an injury. Have we seen Medina yet? Uh, the the waiver claim. I don't think we've seen him yet. Um, no way those guys get stretched out to be in the rotation, so they're not an option. You're down to you're down to Wilson, Thompson, Will Crow, and Peters. Four Peters. guys for those last two spots, and that's saying that Quintana and Brubaker and Keller are in. Yeah. Let's let's short list. Didn't think this would be on the short list. Keller's in. Keller's in. Keller might Keller's be your opening, opening day, day starter. <laughs> at, at least. Dude, he looks like a completely different pitcher this year. Completely his different. His interviews look different. Yeah. There is He's a, just carrying himself different. It's all different. There's a lot of confidence there, and that's the thing. we. How many times did we talk about the confidence? Even in the games he pitched well, mm-hmm. he was still timid. Yeah. It, it's different. He's still a shy guy. He's still a quiet guy. Mm-hmm. I don't sure. see timid. No. I, I can't believe it. And that what we're going to have to see is he's going to get rocked, guys. This is baseball. When he gets oh, yeah. rocked, what happens then? Right. Does he go back or does he attack? And that's what you want to see. And that's what Gary was talking about last week, that if that thing happens for him, you might see a little more aggressiveness on the organization's part because if he works out, that's going to be big. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, that's that's the thing. But the way that Quintana and Brubaker have looked, Brubaker, I know it's spring, and we talk about, I'm not going to talk about their ERAs. I don't care. Short, you know, you got small sample stuff. You look at, you know, executing pitches and things like that. But they're also like, you're giving up home runs and big ones. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, they're not like wind carried home runs at this point. You know what I mean? Like you're getting yeah. smoked right now. Maybe you're working on something. You know what I mean? Maybe there's something you're working on and, you know, it is what it is. You know, I mean, you looked at the Pirates just blasted Garrett Cole today. Cole Tucker mm-hmm. hit one on the practice field. Now, the wind helped it go 400, but he got it was a no-doubter. That's the second time he's had a home run helped by wind that didn't need help. Yeah. He's striking the ball hard. Yeah. But he did it off off of Garrett Cole. And you know what? Garrett Cole said, yeah, I felt really good about my start. I think that there was a lot of things we were working on, and we got there, and he's like, the only thing that we don't like is that we, we kind of got behind in the count and we were throwing pitches just to get back in the count. And then they, they put good swings on him. So he gives up four runs in three innings, two home runs. And he's like, no, I thought it was really great. It was exactly what we wanted. You know what I'm saying? That's spring training. I don't see the same things on the other side. I don't see the same things from Quintana. I don't see the same things from Brubaker. I think that the things that aren't working, you know what I mean? Right. And so that's yeah. that's the problem I'm seeing. However, they're both in the rotation. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it comes back yeah, to it comes back to uh, with Quintana. Uh, it comes back to the Kevin Newman thing. If you're going to try to increase any type of value at all, and he's a guy that you don't, you know, I don't know. It's not gonna. Peters has not looked sharp. Thompson and Wilson, like I said, have not looked. I would say Thompson. Uh, Thompson does not look sharp. Wilson is disappointing to me. Yeah. Um, and I know it's early, but it's disappointing. Um, Will Crow's gotten beat up a bit. He kind of carries himself like he's in the rotation, and maybe that's the conversation they're having. But I don't know. There's only two spots there. There's four pitchers going for it. Uh, but Kranich, Medina, and Yohore are out. Like like I said, we haven't seen him. So, um, I don't know, man. Yeah. 
If it, you were going to simplify this and tell me, rough. yeah, if you were going to simplify this, tell me two of those guys are in. Who do you have in the rotation? I say Crow Peters. Crow Peters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Crow Thompson. I don't feel like they need a lefty there. I think that you got Thompson for a reason, and I think Crow's your I'm easy. Sorry. Button. I'm I'm sorry. I I meant Thompson and Peters. Thompson and Peters, not Crow. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're the same with Thompson. Yeah. And you think, think Peters Thompson has shown it. I, I think yeah. I think you trade away Jake, Jacob Stallings and get I think Thompson is a lock. Yeah, I think he can I think he could still bomb it, but yeah. I, I agree. I think they want to see it first. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um man. And it's it's it they may even start the year off with a six man rotation, to be completely honest. Yeah, that's why I said simplify it. Uh, but I agree with you. I think that, that there I think there's gonna be some piggybacking involved. I, I really do. I think it's a five I think the the top three, I think they pitch every five days. I think they get cute with those last two spots. Maybe the last two spots, right? Not just one of them, which is what I was saying at the beginning of this of, of spring training is that they'll have a one that Thompson would have been a four. And that they'd get cute with that piggyback thing on the fifth start, have two different guys doing it. At this point, maybe they do it with the, you know, early on for the first month because you have two extra arms, right? Because you've got two extra arms because of the 28 instead of the 26. I see him allowing these guys to battle this out for the first month. Somebody's going to earn that four and five spot, but we don't have to figure it out right now, maybe. What do you think about yeah, that? I just, I just don't like the piggyback system. But if you're thinking of it in this situation, it makes sense. You're still not giving them enough look, enough of a look when you do a true piggyback. Give them a start. But then, but go. you have to let but, you have to keep them pitching, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I mean. So what do you mean? Like you got to let them pitch. You can't just three innings and you're done. Yeah. But okay. So, but if you, I don't. Yeah. But I don't know, man. How do you keep the next guy pitching? I think they go to a six-man rotation. I don't think they do the top three spots every five days. I think, I think they go to a six-man rotation to start the year. What about the other the three guys? Rosters. They'll get they'll get innings, but they're not going to get. And they might get starts. They might get a. You might go through the rotation with, uh, with Crow as your starter in the sixth the sixth spot. And next time through, you might use somebody else in that sixth spot, and Crow's going to get innings out of the bullpen. Yeah, that's the thing is you'll you'll still need to get them innings. So even if they, I see that if they go with six, but but still one of those guys is going to throw two times through the lineup, and they're going to move on to the next guy, and he's going to try to either finish the game, or you know what I'm saying. Get if you, you let him go twice. like two times through the lineup, yeah. But if you're talking about piggybacking, you're going one time through the lineup and then one time through the lineup. Uh, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. Well, if you go, if you go three, if you go three and three, it might be more than one time through the lineup. That's assuming you go three up, three down, all three innings. Right, but but still, I mean, that's basically what you're saying. If you go up three up, three down in the first you're three not innings, gonna, you're getting a fourth inning. You're not gonna, but but not in a true piggyback. A true piggyback, you you already got it set. How do you know that this piggyback is a brand new thing? How do you know what a true piggyback really is? It's just the way. To it's... me, it was two times through the order, or if you're getting rocked right, and you've you know what I'm saying. That's a six inning start almost. If you it's, get that's you know, you're if you're throwing a perfect start. game. 
I think you should get a piggyback should be two pitchers are throwing today. And then you, and then you go to the bullpen. You, a piggyback gets me through seven innings and I get, you know what I'm saying? You're getting three from one, four from another, depending on how well they do. And then you move to the bullpen for the eighth and ninth, or maybe four and four, but that's two times through for both of them. Maybe one of them is going to not face the full lineup the second time through, maybe both of them, but I don't think so. I think a true piggyback is a, is a bullpen gets the day off and and you're going five and four. Uh, I think you're still going to have somebody finish the game, somebody else finish the game, because you're not going to get, like I said, saying two times through the order is not six innings. It's ne- it's not going to happen. No, if so, I mean, you're probably leaving him in. That. You know what I'm saying? You're probably leaving him in because he's throwing a perfect game. Well, you're not. You're taking him out. Me personally? If he's throwing a perfect game uh, and he's not a guy that I'm counting on down the stretch, yeah, he's staying there. <laughs> I don't care. Dude, I don't. Your arm can fall off, Bryce Wilson. You're going to try to throw this thing because it might be all you have in your career. That's unfair to Bryce Wilson. I don't like to say that kind of stuff. It's not true. You know what I'm saying? But right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, if it's Mitch Keller, I'm, I might protect you a little bit. What is a perfect game going to do for you at this point in your career? You know, and you're talking about six innings. You still got three left, mm-hmm. depending on where you're at. Now, if you're cruising, I don't know. Perfect game is different than a no hitter, too. If you've walked three yeah. guys, I'm getting you out of there. If that's what it takes, there's no DH, so there's none. That's not, or there's a DH, so that's not playing. There's no more. I need runs. Right. I just, you know what I mean. I, I mean, perfect game and no hitter. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying they're the same, but they're the same. For you, you're leaving a guy. For in. me, I'm leaving him in. I understand. He could throw 145 pitches. No way. Not gonna happen. And I'll skip his next start. Maybe Quintana. I'll skip his next start. I'll give him two weeks off. Yeah. Or at least a, a short outing the next time, because you no, you know they're they're those are routine guys. You can't skip starts. That's the thing. They're built off of routines, right? Hmm. All right, we're gonna. Uh, I don't really know where I'm at with that. I think it, I take every situation individually. Yeah, I'll watch how the game's going. I'm not gonna live and die by what I would do in that situation. I hear what you're saying. I know where you think that I'm at, but doesn't necessarily mean that I'm there. Um, I don't know that those are very interesting. We'll see what they do. But I think that uh, yeah. for me, a, a piggyback is get me twice through the order for the starter. The next guy can get me once through the order all the way through, which is different from a regular relief pitcher who gets me through an inning and then he's done. That's how I am with relief pitchers. There are guys who can do two innings, but for me, when you go into the dugout, your day's done, especially when I have a huge bullpen like that. Yeah. Uh, Cause no, I agree with that. Especially one. high leverage guys. You have, once you have once few, you've cooled down, you do not go back out there. Right. <clears throat> you got a few few in between there that, that'll Underwood's that a guy I'll send back out there. Obviously. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who does more multiple innings every time he goes out there. If Sam mm-hmm. Howard comes out and gets a big lefty out, he's done for the day. Mm-hmm. Thanks, buddy. You did a great job. You're done. If Bednar goes out there and move, finishes off an inning, he's not going back out there. Right, and I think if you move some of these guys to the bullpen, like if Bryce Wilson ends up in the bullpen, I wouldn't be afraid to send him out for a second inning. No, yeah, the, these kind of guys, absolutely. That kind of guy, but those are yeah. the kind of guys. After the sixth inning, if you get me out of the inning, you're done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless I, If I'm getting shelled, I could bring in Underwood for two innings at the end. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm crushing a team, right? So, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it matters saying who's who we think is coming in and out. I mean, we're just going to see this thing play out, right? I mean, I'm not going to go yeah. over that stuff. We're already past an hour, so I'm not going through that stuff. Um, 
we had talked about possibly going over some MLB pipeline stuff. Once again, I, I kind of thought that this conversation might go this long. So, you know what I mean? I, I hope that there's some things in this, uh, in this episode that strikes you guys. If so, guys, we want to hear from you. You know what I mean? We've, I've heard from some people this week. It's been a lot of fun. Um, but I want to hear from you. Maybe some of your, some of your takes on what they might do. Like I said, this isn't what we would do. The things that we're saying are not what we would do, especially Jake. He'd have them all up. Castillo would start no. at second base. Cruz would start at shortstop. No. Would they not? Tell me those no. two guys right there. No. Why not? Cruz would start at shortstop. Yeah. Okay. But you've seen but, enough from Tuck. No. I've seen enough from Cole Tucker to give him the starting nod. And it'd be awesome if Cole Tucker works out. You talk about a guy who could be a blast if he's good. Oh, so much fun. And a guy who could, you know, kind of be that. People will pay attention a little bit because yeah. of him. He's polarizing. He's fun. Vanessa Hudgens, the whole thing, right? You know what I mean? The <laughs> whole thing is there. He's got the hair and he's fun. It's not just like yeah. he's got long hair and it looks good. Like, no. I mean, there are times where I'm like, that doesn't look good, but I'm not a huge fan of long hair, but. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just mm -hmm. think it's fun. I think he has a lot of fun. He'll be, uh, he knows a lot of guys. I think there'll be some attention. And I think attention mm -hmm. is good. Yeah. Instead of just being buried. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I think it'd be great if he could be something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be, you know, if he could be that gap till Nick Gonzalez is there at second base, you know what I mean? That'd be and great. If he plays well enough. And, and even if Nick Gonzalez comes up and takes his job, he's, I still think we can keep Cole Tucker around to move around. Is if there's an outfield spot, yeah. If it's just yeah. a utility that continues to get, you know, innings and and get guys, you know, obviously you want him to do well enough that you you want him in the lineup. But maybe, you know what I mean? Dude maybe runs like a deer, pinch run. I mean yeah. there's gonna be a lot that he can that he can do. And he's tall enough that if he thickens up a little bit and we're still having trouble at first base, you've brought it up. He's athletic enough that he could pick that position up. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So maybe there's something there, even down the road. If he, mm -hmm. especially if he's striking the ball hard, I know it's hard yeah. not to put power at first or to put non-power at first base. But, but if you've got power at shortstop and second base, right? I think you can do without. You know what I mean? You could have a guy yeah. like that. I don't know. Maybe if he fills that frame out a little bit more, he will bop. You know, fifteen twenty homers, which I'm not looking for him to do right now, but. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I really I really do think this is a fun time to be a Pirates fan. I think that there's a lot to be excited for. You just have to pay attention to the right things. You yeah. know what I mean? You just have to pay attention to the right things. There will be fun on the Major League roster. Um, There's probably some more fun thinking about the future, which is right. why we do it, right? It's not because we think yeah. they're all working out, because it's a fun time. Enjoy it when it's there. If if you have a guy right now that you can be excited about, that's in the minor leagues, and and let's say he doesn't work out, you may well you may as well be excited about him while it's good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You never know. You never know. What do you got? What do you give me a summary of? I know that you say you you haven't got to watch the games live, but you know you read some articles here. You you know you see the. Can we just say real quick how great it is to have all these different guys covering the pirates who get an opportunity to talk to the players. Yeah. You actually get real stories coming out of this, you know, different guys actually hearing different things instead of the same, like, you know, for the last two years, 
everybody who's covered the team has written the same article. Yeah. Now you're getting some different things coming out. Now we just need to figure out how to get them out from behind these paywalls so we can read more of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can only afford so much, <laughs> unfortunately. So, uh, but anyway, what do you got? Give me a, give me like a, give me a hot take before we get out of here. Not saying like some wild thing. I just mean, you know, just give me something that I can hang my hat on and say, ah, that's a, that's a good take right there. You don't have, I put <laughs> I mean, you on the spot here. No, you're fine. Um, I haven't checked the numbers with, with this past week, but I know at one point we were, we were leading the spring in, in home runs. And that's a lot of that is some of our younger guys that, that we're excited about, you know, hitting the ball over the fence a little bit. Um, those guys you're not going to see in Pittsburgh right now. Some of them, this is what we're talking about. Trust the process. They're coming. It's going to be fun. Pay attention. This is, this is going to be a little bit of a tough ride. One more year of this tough ride. And I, I think we're going to be having a lot of fun by the end of this year and into next year. Do you think that we will go into any of these months this year? or we will come out of any of these months this year with a winning record, not on the season, just for the month. Do you right, think an right. August or a September month might have a winning record? I do. This year, you think it's, it's, it's possible. But what that means is if you pitching has got to get better, it's got to, it's got to get better. And that's and I, the and part I, that I see that's still far enough away. Can yeah. you really add enough? What is your dream? Out of all these pitchers, what is your dream to say? We will be good when I'll give you mine here. When it's <laughs> when it's Keller, Contreras, and one other guy, whether that's Priester yeah. or Majinski or Yahore, give me one other guy, not two. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for four. If I get three of them, then I believe you can go out and you can get yourself whether it's via trades or free agency, probably a little easier to do it via trade. You can go out and get an ace to pitch in front of those guys and then fill in the end of it with either another one of those guys who maybe hasn't blown up yet or a free agent like a Zach Thompson even type guy or, you know, like a Tyler Anderson or, you know, I mean, one of those or maybe even a reclamation Quintana, hope it works out kind of a thing too um, to finish out that, rotation and I think that you could say hey now we feel good going into this yeah. year with still some of that depth ready to come up if it's you know what I mean if it's not Majinski or not you I mean it would be Yohore in that case because either that or he's gone just because of options and you know mm-hmm. things like that but give me three of them and I'm ready to rock man and it starts with Keller and, and uh, Contreras and it starts with them and it starts with them this year that if this thing's going to work it's going to start with them. Mm-hmm. I think that we've got a lot of bats, and I think that you can put a bat in the lineup and have it work, and you can score runs. I mean, look at, you know, you've seen teams with less of an offense than what we project. It doesn't have to all work. Pitching has right. to work. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing, it. though. <clears throat> we've seen flashes of it from Brew Baker, and I think he's not going to be this bad all year. So I, right. I, I think he, I think he figures some stuff out. Not that he's going to be, you know, amazing, but,
but he's he's he'll be an all right. He'll be solid. Yeah, and he could be one of those future four or five guys. Like I said, if you mm-hmm. can bring in an ace and you have three of those working out, then you only have one other guy. And Brubaker could be that one other guy. I could even see the month that we have the winning record. You know, Keller has a dominant month. Brubaker has a good month. And then, it, you know, maybe we finish a game over 500 for that month. Yeah. If you get some hot bats, and sure, I could see mm-hmm. that. I don't know, you know, what that looks like, but I could see that. I think that the, I think that it could. there could be a month of exciting baseball, and I'm telling you right now, like, get to the games when it's good, you know, and then you can skip out when it's not if you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? But get to the game when it's, when it's going well, buy your tickets up. Did you get your ticket yet for opening day, Jake? No, I got something in the works, though. I, you got I something in the I works. Because there are seats a, right uh, beside ours. I know. Are you going to get an I extra guy? Up, I may end up in the uh, the baseball club. Okay. The the uh, coach on our the coach of our softball team may not go to the game, and he's got season tickets in the club. Okay. So. Okay. I might pick those up off him. If not, man, call that number, and mm-hmm. I know that the website won't let you leave one seat, but right. I, they haven't sold yet. I bet you that right. if you call that number, you could buy that one seat. That's right. Bes- yeah. You'd be right beside us, like not even a seat right. in between. Right. But if I can sit inside, that'd be awesome too. Yeah, that'd be all right too. <laughs> if you don't want to be by me. But yeah, hey, um, shout out to that guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Z two one six on Twitter. He sent us a message. Lives lives in Cleveland. He's gonna be at the. Uh, he's gonna be in in, Cle- in uh, Akron, whenever Altoona's there. When we're all planning on going up, so we still need to set that up. If any of you guys are listening, I know that there's a lot of people wanting to go up and see Altoona that weekend. We really need to plan something. Find a section, and all of us buy our tickets in that section. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that the fan forum guys said that, and. Um, and Graves and who else was in that uh, Yark and all those people were, you know, all these Twitter guys and, and gals were all saying, let's all go to those games. Let's all get them in the same section. Bucks in the basement, yeah. all those guys, you know what I mean? I think that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Hang out. All right, man. This has been long enough. Yep. This has been a good one. Uh, dude, I just love this, being able to just riff about baseball and not have to come up with a billion things to talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's nice. It is nice. Uh, next week, let's plan on doing some. We like to do our predictions. If you guys want to hear what we think is going to no happen how this bad year, we are. Then you want to hear around the league what we think is going to happen. We're going to do some wild and crazy takes next week. Because uh, that's it, right? Then the season's up. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. I think so. Next week is our last episode before the regular season is upon us. So we have to do them. So yeah. you better do your homework this week. It's time to make picks. I'm not ready for that. I've been paying all of my attention to the Pirates. And well, because... We have two. We have, I think we have two left. I don't think so, man. April 3rd and April 10th, and then the season starts. No, right? season starts on the 7th. That's right. Yeah. Home opener's not till... Thinking f- the tw- yeah. 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 So this is it. we got to make our picks. If we don't make them next week, we miss the boat. We can't do that. We have to see how wrong we can be. Yeah, yeah. we, we got to. to. We were awful last year. We were terrible last year. Ah, yeah. Were we that bad? We were bad. Yeah. We were bad. I think that's baseball. I think that's what I love about baseball. Everybody says, oh, the Dodgers just buy it. No, they don't. Mm-mm. They don't buy. You cannot buy wins in baseball. You have to play the games. Yeah. Two or three guys go down with an injury. The whole world's changed. Somehow the 
Giants win a hundred and some games. Like never. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, that is go all Bucks. we have. Let's go Bucks. All of those good things. So let's do this, man. Yeah, 2022. Yeah. I love it. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks!